We used to think we had it all figured out with one daughter. Then we had three more. This is... What's up and welcome to the Dodd Pod, the Daddy of Daughters podcast. I'm Mike and each episode I sit down with my guest and we talk about parenting wins, fails, and tackle some real questions about being a modern day parent. There's plenty of laughs and even some tears, but we all have one thing in common, to be better parents to our kids. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please follow the Dodd Pod on social media, www.facebook.com slash the Dodd Pod and on Instagram at the Dodd Pod. What's up, everybody? This episode is the forgotten first ever episode. I was able to find it. I recovered it. And now I'm uploading it again. Uh, it's with my good buddy, Noah. Uh, we talk a little bit about the monkey see, monkey do, kids following good habits, that kind of thing. This was the jumping off point for the podcast. So, I hope you guys like it, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Peace. All right, it works. So, are you streaming this? No, 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 no. It's not streaming. It's uh, all recorded. Nice. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'll take all the, the good bits because, you know, originally I wanted to keep them short and sweet, like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, if you get caught up in conversation, telling stories, whatever, you know, stuff usually just goes long. So you just got to pick some good stuff. Right. But I mean, about 30 minutes and then I edit and edit it down and make sure I don't, you know, say stuff that'll compromise my wife's job. Whoops. Yeah, I've had a couple of those so far. I was like, oh, you're a teacher, right? Yeah. So and not to mention her, her school is a national school of character. So, and we all know how verbally abusive I am. (laughs) Like, it's allowed to be married to you. Is that like, is that okay? I make her job so much more stressful. (laughs) It's great. But um, thanks for agreeing to do this because I know that you and I are both trying to build like a social media presence. And I think that's really important for like guys like us to be super supportive of each other. Because I've seen a lot of people our age, dude. It's just single moms. Tons of them. Dude, it's bad or like. Yeah, just, you know, a lot of blended households. Yeah. You know, and I'm so, but got lucky, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. But. Well, people are so, it's real easy for people to give up now. It's, it's easy to get a divorce. It's easy to just like, and everybody's yeah. okay with it, right? Like, my mom was divorced like whatever and it's just mm-hmm. like so easy to just like all right yeah dude i'm old school like fight it out sleep on the couch be pissed off for a couple days if you really love each other then you'll talk it out you know i mean jen and i had that discussion before we got married we're like this is like not <laughs> like yeah. so i think people treat marriage as like it's like an extended relationship if you don't like it you can just break up it's like right 
not the point at all. See, and Amber, in our relationship, like, we didn't even start out as, like, a real relationship. It started out as, like, a fling, and then we conceived Remy, and then it kind of, Remy forced our relationship, so to speak, but, like, our relationship grew from that, and we never really had that whole, like, courting period. We went straight into the, hey, we're going to have a kid. Let's, <laughs> holy yeah. shit. That's tough. That was wild, man. Yeah. Because I was in, this was right fresh off my accident. I was like seven, eight months off my accident. I wasn't even, I was barely walking. Oh, wow. So like, that was, man, that was, that was insane. All right. So what I wanted to jump in specifically with you, I know, I know you being the better man, leading by example for your kids and uh, Noah, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Like one of the first guests of the Dodd pod, a fellow daddy of daughters himself. And you got one. And how old is she? She's going to be five in August, man. So she's like going into kindergarten. That's so crazy for me to even like say out Yeah, you're, you're in the the state, like the, the – the, I see it as like four different stages for like parents our age. Like you've got the baby phase where it's brand new and it's awesome. Then you've got the toddler tornado. Then you've got the like starting to go to school and you're like super nervous. And then the hormone monsters. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. Are you at that stage yet? You've got a big from there. I'm at the hormone monster, and I've got the the school. And I've got the tornado. I've got one of each. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. You're stage two, you're stage two to three. So you're right at the almost school because you're doing virtual school, right? You know, I don't know what it's going to be. So right now she's in like a pre-K program. She's just okay. going there. I don't know what's happening next year with the kindergarten though. I have no idea. I think it's right. going to be a mix of virtual and home and I'm not yeah. a teacher. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. So. That, that's what's so, so wild about my wife being a teacher. She does three sets of plans. Most people don't realize this. They're taking stuff for granted. They're like, Oh, it's like, they got it easy. They're just sitting at home. It's like, no, they're doing like three sets of plans. Like before my wife went on maternity leave, dude, she legitimately did all of the plans for her maternity leave the two weeks leading up to her maternity leave and all those were flip-flop back and forth between like all virtual hybrid and this, it was insane. Like I'm surprised I had an aneurysm just looking at it. It just makes me nervous to even think about Like I'm not, that's not me. You know what I mean? Like one-on-one like coaching. That's one thing. Teaching a classroom full of kids. No. See, and it's also different. Like I'm getting so stressed out because it's so easy to teach other people's kids and tell other people what to do when you got these little monsters that you created yourself that don't listen. Yeah. <sighs> that's my that's... daughter. Do you do this at school? No. I'm like, why are you doing it now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> my, my favorite is like, I did this already. And then I'm getting a text from her teacher. It's like, yeah. she needs to submit this email. And then I'm like, I'm just waiting. She's backtracking and back talking and, and like yeah. backtracking her story. It's, amazing but i'm like wow you are so me i was like i talked my way into trouble yeah i was like just shut up you'd win i was like i never learned that but yeah they're bad man and but i mean having them on the schedule my wife did the schedule like legitimately seven o'clock breakfast 7 15 brush your teeth 745 wipe your nose wipe your nose (laughs) like make your blow your boogers into the handkerchief, put the handkerchief in the garbage. It's legitimately like that detailed to where I'm the one screwing it up because it's on a piece of paper. Like I legitimately, I was checking off stuff. Yeah. 
Does that work? Like, are you guys having success with that? Dude, I'm fine. If I didn't have to make a plan, if someone else made my plan for me, I would be the most golden person ever because I'm very good at following lists. I'm good at that. Creating the list to, to make, to follow myself, terrible at. So it's like, it's a great balance. I'm good. I'm fine with the list, but it's like, for the kids, like she does so much more of that. Like she's been with them like since yeah. they were very long. I was at work and I was out building a business. I was working mm-hmm. a job. So like, I'm like, okay, like I can feed them. I can change them. I can get them dressed. I can give them a bath and put them to bed. That, that in between stuff, like Jen's like, yeah. she gets home, like make sure she does all her letters and make sure she does this and this and I, this. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> like, in the other room. Yeah, I am. I struggle with that so much too. It's like, yeah. just give me the list. I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. Forget. I forget. It's like, yeah. I'll forget. And then like the accountability, cause she knows that I know that she knows. So she'll always be like, did you do it? Yeah, no. Yeah, of course I did. And then she's like, okay, where's that? I'm like, damn it. And then I turn into my daughter and I backtrack the story. It's like, well, what happened was, and so my my daughter's in the back of the room going, Dropping yeah. the middle finger. I'm like, yeah, that's where you get it. You're welcome. Thanks, Where'd you learn? It's like, this? this is, this is where you get it. I was like, yeah. lead by example, which leads me to what you do, like being the ultimate man. You're organized. You got, you got your, 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 your business model. It was like phenomenal. Cause it's all about educating and helping. And well, that's what I think is awesome about what you do, man. Well, you know, the thing is, right. Like you can sit and you can teach somebody how to do something, but even with your kids, right. You're not like, doing the alphabet for them right you're showing them how to do it how to make words you're like i'm doing the same thing just at a higher level with a different topic yeah so it really doesn't do me any good if i walk to somebody and i say here let me like make this meal plan for you right right plenty of people that do that there's tons of businesses like that but at the end of the day you're not learning anything that person that's receiving that meal plan right they haven't learned how to do anything new they haven't learned anything different see i'm teaching people how do they actually take their help, right? And become autonomous with it and actually create something for themselves. So they're learning how to do their own meal plan, right? Right. In the beginning, yeah, I give them one, they, they understand what they're doing, but over time they're learning yeah. and they're able to recreate that stuff for themselves. And again, it's beyond just the meal plan. That was just an example. Yeah, yeah. That, cause that's just one of the things that you do, but like, like so through, your, through your stuff. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So what I specifically do is I offer a professional health coaching service that uses four real foundations to create better health for people. So I help people identify a goal and then we work towards that goal and then maintain it, whatever that is. And we use one-on-one coaching, an online support group, a really great education system that's scientifically backed and researched and a really simple to follow meal plan. It's those four components. They work really, really well. It's a really great process, but at the same time, they're learning, they're getting all the tools they need to do this stuff on their own. So yeah. And, right. And what's great about like, what you're, you're just not just some like trainer who got some, like who read a nutrition article. You're, you're actually a licensed nurse practitioner, right? Yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you're in the medical field. You see this stuff day in, day out. So it's not like, you know, pe- people actually trust, should trust and value your, your school that you went to. Home, right? What I'm doing is obviously I'm, I'm creating people like health, right? I'm helping them yeah. create health, which hopefully allows them to live longer. But 
accidents happen, right? Things happen. And I think that's really a, an important role that you fill because you could be the yeah. healthiest person in the world, but you have no control over what happens to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool about that. I mean, I can't control a damn thing in anybody. Like I, I can't control my kids. Yeah. I, 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 I'm holding on by like a thin, thin, thin thread. I think everybody is now. Like I, I used to want like Endgame working from home, but I think it's been, you know, blessing and a curse. You know, I've, I've, like, I have so many distractions. Yeah. Like, there's so many things I can be doing that I should be doing that it's just oh, so bad. I sometimes wish I was on ADHD medication. <laughs> I'm looking at the guitars, like, I'm sure you're playing that every once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the guitars, like, there's Legos back there. Like there's micro machines up on the wall on yeah. that wall over there. there. There's matchbox cars. Like it's like, I'm a child. Yeah. I like after my dad died when I was 16, yeah. I was like stunted. That's it. Emotionally. Just yeah. that's it. That's as far as we're going. <laughs> it's like, put that one, just like the record needle. Just It's hard. But, yeah. Yeah. That's what kind of sucks. Like, with everything, with having like my kids and, you know, I was uh, 16. So like my dad was 43, four when he passed away. Super young. And I'm 35. So this is like <clears throat> right around the age where it was like kind of pivotal, like with my daughters, you know, I don't want, you know, my kids to see me, you know, face down, like kneeling over the bed, dead yeah. body. You know, to come home and and see that that's that scares the shit out of me, dude. Like I'm not even like, and that's why, like, growing up, everyone's like, <clears throat> "Yo, man, let's go party." I'm like, "Nah," like you know, we all do our little stuff. It's like never smoke cigarettes. My dad was, you know, that led to him being overweight, like, and then getting out of control and eating unhealthy and inactivity. It's like I just try and do everything the opposite on the daily, you know, make healthy decisions. It's like, so I have that. That's kind of like where I force everything at the end of the day to make sure my kids don't see that because I, oof, that scares the ever shit out of me. I don't want my kids to find me dead. Is that what drove you to like, into like the health and fitness, like environment in the first place? No, I lucked out. The, well, I've always been athletic. So what ended up happening was I'll go, I'll go into the whole story of the reason I got in it. It's like some long twirly tube, but moving to North Carolina, I had the promise of a job that fell through. So I took a job at front desk at a gym mm-hmm. and the owner liked me and he said, Hey man, you're wasting your potential. Come work for me. And I didn't know what kind of industry it was. Yeah. Sports supplement distribution, wholesale. Yeah. Drive around the 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 Carolinas, slinging protein, yeah, and energy drinks, yeah. Who who twenty three five years old? Yeah, count me in. Yeah, and I did that for and that kind of put me around people who have that like addictive mindset that are like if they get so monolined on a, on a goal that they just go for it and just put the blinders on, and that like that's kind of where I just like derived a lot more of my, my work ethic from, from a lot of the bodybuilders, not so much being an athlete. Right. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you have to be super, like, a little mental, actually, to get into mm. bodybuilding, which is probably why I'm, like, drawn to it, because that's how I get. I get, like, hyper-focused on something. Um, but it allows you to be super successful in that area, but at the same time, right. sometimes at the expense of other things. So I have to be very mindful right. and be very careful about that. And, uh, yeah. And that's, and, and that's where I struggle, right? And that's where I struggle, too, with, like, the accountability things. Like, that when you and I first talked, and I told you, I was like, my thing is accountability. I won't do it if nobody sees me do it. Like, you know, I'll do the right thing, you know, to a degree, but it's like, I need someone looking over my shoulder that I can trust. Cause I always grew up playing team sports, right. never the individual sports. Like I sucked at wrestling. Like I did boxing for a while. got my ass kicked, like yeah. got punched in the face. Arturo Gotti, like my crowning achievement yeah. in the boxing ring. There's actually a picture of him nailing me in the kidney. Are you serious? Yeah. And then he, my mother's like, come on over. We'll give you my spaghetti meatballs. It's, I'm sorry. My son's an asshole. <laughs> so he's kicking your ass and she's over there feeding Yeah, he – well, so – all right, so listen. This, he was training at Fernwood Resort, right, back when it was actually, like, legitimate Fernwood before it burned to the ground. Yeah. So he's he's over there. And my mom's like, I don't know, some boxes over here. He's, he's fucking famous. I don't, I don't care. Fuck, Fuck him. I don't know. They're nice. Yeah. She was working on the weekends uh, at, at the resort. And so I, I was like, Mark, can I come down there? I was like, All right, come on, let me go. So we yeah. go down there. I'm, you know, jumping rope, hitting the heavy bag. And I was like, I look over my shoulder. I was like, Ma, it's Arturo Gotti. She's like, what the fuck is that? And I told my dad, I was like, dad, it's Arturo Gotti. He goes, go ask him if you can spark. I'm like, yeah. what? He's like, he's training for the, the, the fight. I'm like, I, little did I know he's training for fucking Mickey, like yeah. Ward. Gotti won. I'm like, holy God. And, you know, he's like super chill guy. He's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, I'm a big fan. He goes, how much you weigh? I was like, at that time, I weighed like 145, 150. Yeah. I was like, same weight as you. He goes, you, you want to go? You want to go around? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be fucking amazing. So I put on the headgear with the bitch bar because yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. <laughs> like, I boxed a little bit when I was younger, but I was like, ah, right, here we go. Put yeah. the gloves on. Yeah. You know, around jab i'm wearing like soccer shorts with the kappa shorts with the yeah. naked people on the side i was like okay cool <laughs> popping and then i threw an overhand right and i hit him right in the face and i saw him go from like smile to motherfucker real quick <laughs> yeah. i was like and he popped his gloves he goes all right i was like, huh. I, was like Shit. I danced around for the next yeah. like 15 seconds but it felt like four and a half hours and then he threw a fake to the head and I covered and he went, boom, hit me right in the body. I dropped, spit out, yeah. it, it just blackout. It was, oof. that was the hardest I've ever been hit in the body. And that was, it hurt more than getting hit in the face. And I've been hit by like, by like six foot eight bouncers. Yeah. Like, oh man, he hit me hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. I mean, that takes the wind out of you. So oh was God. that it? Was it over after that? Were you like, please? My mother invited He came over for dinner, but he didn't eat because he was cutting weight. So he had coffee. That was the best fucking coffee he ever had. <laughs> hilarious. Better have been. Oh, my That's God. It was story. so cool. I was like, That's my crowning achievement. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's not like you're going in there expecting to win anyway, right? That's no, but that like yeah. you, you have to do like stuff like that in the moment. I tell my kids that all the time. I was like, I was like. I'm going to be pissed later, but it's going to be a hell of a story. You know what, though? Like, if you didn't do that and you're like, I should have talked to him. Like, you'd spend the rest of your life talking about, like, I almost talked to him. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. 
as opposed to like that's that's an amazing story and like you'll yeah. have that forever nobody can ever take it away yeah all. yeah but like like this whole thing like leads me back to like the leading by example things like okay le- take that leap of you know follow your you know follow your intuitions and stuff like that you know so i i that for a second actually because yeah. That's, I don't think for a lot of people, that's not something that's intuitive. I think, at least for me, a lot of the stuff that I've done uh, that people are like, that's crazy. Why would you like, why would you do that? How could you do that? Um, right. Kind of out of necessity. And I think my parents kind of put me in that situation. I don't know if it was intentional or not. I turned 18. They were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to live here and like, just hang out. Right. And they're like, you're not like you need to like get a job, go to school, like you need to do something. And they were giving me no money. Like they didn't, they weren't going to co-sign loans, nothing. Like I had, right, no, right. I had no four, like I had no 529, like nothing. Right. So well, I, I didn't have any of that, but my mother did her best to wipe my ass. Like you can even ask my, my wife, my mom is always mommy. She always had to get that yeah. baby wet. See, not me. Uh, they were like, I'm spoiled were like, as fuck. I had like 10 days to get out of my house. So oh, I like shit. no plan. I just dropped out of Temple. I went to, I, I actually got accepted Temple in pre-med. They wouldn't even co-sign loans. Like I had to like, I oh my God. so I'm like, all right. So I dropped out and then I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got 10 days to figure it out before I'm going to be like living in my car. Yeah. Uh, and I get an email. It's like 10 grand for college. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, so I click on and it brings me to like an army recruiter. Right. So I'm like, well, that wasn't really, you know, something I was planning on, but, um, all right. Yeah. He meets with me. He's like, yeah, here's the deal. Um, you sign up, you do a little bit of training, get you in shape, mm-hmm. send you to basic training. You get five grand. You finish your, uh, whatever your, your six years, you get the other five grand. We'll pay for your school along the way. I was like, where do I live? What do I do? They're like, yeah, it's all covered. Don't worry about it. I was like food. They're like covered. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like right. So I, was it. I signed up. See, that's awesome. That was it. Like I see, I went. I wanted to live the the soldier lifestyle. I had this whole big dream when I was a kid. Like you know, I'm a World War II nerd. Like yeah. I'm a big history nerd. I've, I was going to be a history teacher if you know this whole thing didn't work out this way. But like my whole thing was, you know, shit. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, being the soldier. Um, I always had this fascination and the respect that soldiers are given. And, you know, I wanted to, no, not, not the notoriety, but like, I had this like weird psychological thing. It's like, I always had this fascination of being a soldier. Right. And because it had this certain like patois about it, you know, this ambiance, like this aura of masculinity. And I think that, you know, I don't know why it's just, I've always loved it. To, to see it from afar, but yeah. being that, you know, my eye injury when I was right, 11, yeah. stupid me playing with BB guns in the woods. Somebody asked, somebody shoots me. Boom. There goes that dream down the toilet. So like I've been Mr. Pivot my entire like life. It's like, ah, shit, that didn't work out. Nine lives. There's the first one. Yeah. You know, and then, then getting hit by the car on my motorcycle. There's another life. Like it's like constant, just pivots. Like, so, like nothing's been traditional in my so how life. So you use that experience? Like, so, so for the car or whatever, like at 11, maybe you're a little young, but like, let's talk about the accident. Like, how did that, like, 
force you to do something different and like get out of oh. your comfort zone because that's what happened to me with the army so like i'm sure you had a similar experience well, there. the the doctor when i was laying in the the hospital bed in icu my I'm in a neck brace you know the it's all on my facebook but like you can see i'm hooked up to machines to up the wazoo i had enough metal in my body to supply home depot for like four days yeah. you know it's it was a bad situation and I asked the doctor, I was like looking him like straight in the face and I said, What's the time frame till I'm back on the field? And he just like looked at me, scoffed, and then like says, Buddy, I, I don't want to be the one breaking to you, but you're lucky if you're gonna walk within a, like a year and a half. Yeah. You'll probably never run again and soccer's out of the question. Right. And you know, half the shit I do is out of spite. It's fuck yeah. you don't tell me it can't be done right you know that's part of why i'm so driven it's like nobody's gonna earn it like right. for me like if the it revenge tastes so much sweeter yeah like like even though like it's not revenge it's it's it, it's it kind of like i just do it because you say i can't have it and it makes me want it that much more you know right. it's kind of that oppositional defiance, like just for no reason. Right. And, you know, I think Remy, like my oldest, she just, her and I constantly, she just, I say black, she says white, green, yellow. Like it's, it's all that too. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's scary. The lead by example thing. It's like scary shit to see it really. We, I really am like, you know, your daughter's like still young enough to where you're, you know, able to like molder a little bit more, like you can still kind of make up for it a little bit, you know, like, cause I cuss around my kids. I don't care. But my kids know the cuss words. They know more four letter words than most grown men. We're no different. But, I mean, you know my wife. Yeah, I, yeah. But I mean, have your kids repeated them? Occasionally. A couple, you know, you're in the I know you, I know you got a good one. Cause I got a couple from each of them. Well, you know, we're driving one day and like, you know, you know, stuff happens, like, you know, leave the lane a little bit, maybe a hand comes off the wheel. I just remember I'm driving it one day, and I don't know what happened. I, I was looking out the window, something drifted over a little bit. There's a car coming, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. like, swerve back over. All I hear in the backseat, oh, shit. I was like, who taught you that? Mommy. <laughs> See, oh. mommy gets called out. Mommy. See, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jen. Hey. Ah. Hey. Yeah. See, I was like, mm. yeah. so – we're sitting around our Lego table in the playroom when Rosie's about just, I would say just about maybe like a year. So she's tar starting to talk a little bit, this, that, and the other thing. So I'm hung over from uh, playing a long night of FIFA with my buddy and him and I are sitting there with the kids. He slept on the couch. We, we had a long, rough night and we're sitting there playing with the Legos. I'm building something. We're all building something. And no one's paying attention to Rosie. And she's sitting in my lap. And I'm sitting there crisscross applesauce. And she had put a Lego in her mouth, a little one. And she okay. choked on it and whoop, threw up on my right leg. And I was wearing my shorts crisscross applesauce. Ooh. And the vomit just starts to seep lower and lower towards my crotch unit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Oh fuck! And clear as day, this beautiful little baby's like, fuck, 
oh no that wasn't like your first word was it <laughs> like third fourth <laughs> an easy one now my wife is sitting there my my like remy's like seven or eight and my buddy dom they're all dying laughing they're laying on the floor they're laying on the fucking floor like tears snot because they're like i'm like oh real funny real funny it's like it stinks because it yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's from, we had just ate, they had just ate breakfast, so it was like half fucking oatmeal from one-year-old. It was disgusting. It's like vomit anyway, you know? Yeah, like, but they're all laying there. I was like, oh, it's real funny. I, like, legitimately thought of throwing my one-year-old out the window. Yeah, I, I had like, those it was, it, like, I, it was a natural gut reaction, just, like, but yeah, it was just sitting there. And they eventually, like, I, I took a shower, but for a good 10 minutes, sat there with vomit on my leg. It was yeah. d- horrendous. Well, like, speaking, of, speaking of the F word, that, that was Nolan the other day. All we hear is, buk, 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 buk. and I'm like, Jen's like, oh, he's saying truck. And I'm like, no, he's saying fuck. Like, it's not truck. <laughs> no, he's saying truck. Buk, 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 right? And then I'm like, Nolan, where's your truck? Truck? <laughs> Clear as day. She's like, oh. <laughs> Where'd he learn that? I'm like, oh, probably mommy. <laughs> this kid's watching rated R movies. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like this is the last time I watched Kevin Hart around my kids. We don't even really watch a lot of movies, so it's just it's uh, it's just awesome. <laughs> I'd love to blame it on the movies, but I think I'd just be wrong. Yeah. My oldest does not have a potty mouth though. That's good. Like my six year old, oh, she's a savage. Is that just because she like she can be, or is that just her? Natural no, she's a sassy little. She's. I guarantee you, she's going to be me on be on one of those like murder shows. Like the one that like kills her husband, oh. just because because you like left like something on the stove. She's oh she's scary. She's super she's scary. Stuff is she like? Yeah, well she she was up until last week. She was the middle child, so she's got that middle child shit. She's not a baby, but she's not a big girl. She can't do everything the big girl does, but so she's got to do half the stuff the baby. So she's torn. Right. But she doesn't take no shit. Yeah. She's she when she was like three my mother was living with us for a, for a quick minute before she moved in with my sister she my my oldest daughter's room was destroyed and she's having a fucking nuclear meltdown and i'm like remy clean your room i said it nice the first time yeah. you know said so second time i said it good teeth i was like remy clean your room third time fucking wheels are off like clean your fucking room and from down the hallway to my right struts this beautiful little three four-year-old with big blue eyeballs and a tutu stands in her remy's doorway and goes remy and you know she's got a speech impediment she can't pronounce (laughs) s's f's or p's right so she goes remy clean your fucking room (laughs) and struts out like a fucking savage I love that. What do you do? What you do you do? I that's my daughter. I held it in. I held it in. I thought this eyeball was gonna bug even further out of my brain. I, my my mother. I look over and she's standing right next to me, and she did <laughs> the tears. Like the tears are raw, and she goes, "Michael, she's your daughter," and just walks out. And then that just makes it, it worse. It's like yeah. Mom, my mother helped you know watch. Becca, like the first four years of her life. Yeah. So that kid knows more about New York coffee and bagels than anybody on God's human. I guarantee you she's like, no, they're not boiled. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, 
<laughs> this kid. You call this a bagel? You call this a bagel? <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> she she does like half Southern words, and then like she'll come out with like coffee. I'm like what? <laughs> like it doesn't make sense with their accents. They're so conflicted. They're yeah, so conflicted. It's it's it's, oh. it's so much fun though. But I, I love like being, you know, a good example. Like as as much of the <laughs> of a bad dad I think I'm being, there's so much I hear so much worse. You know, language it may, aside, right? Like Yeah. I language aside. Like the context yeah. of what you're talking about, like the concepts that you're teaching them, like oh, ultimately yeah. that's what matters, right? Yeah. And in that type of stuff. I mean people curse like it fucking happens like look it just it happens it's organic but what is it that you're talking about right like what's the underlying message right, that you're right. like that's the stuff that i think is really important right and that's what jen and i are working on doing with them is like what does it mean to really be a good person what does it mean to actually give back to society and like you know because kids are very selfish i don't i'm sure you know oh that. yeah I, daughter has literally she there's nothing she doesn't have like and if she wants it like she could have it right and I think she knows that and so she's like I, I need this and I want that and I'm like no right like, you have so much stuff like you don't understand how good you have it so like even for her if she wants something new we make her get rid of three old things like she has to give those away to somebody else right nothing new without giving away three old things so that she understands that like you do have like a really good life. You have a lot of things that other people don't have. And when you're in that position, you need to help other people too. Like you can't just hoard all of your shit, you know? Right. See, I, I suffer from a lot of that. I think my, my kids are so unbelievably spoiled. I don't, I don't do the one in one out or anything like that. It's just, they, they really are like, they're, they're grateful for, for everything that they get. They really are. They're not, I've seen other kids where, they're just, they get something from one of their parents and they just, oh, why didn't I get this? Really? And then I'm like, it's yeah. not so, like, do you not understand like what your parent thought? They, they didn't have to get you that. Like, they, like I, I surprised my kids like some like candy from the store. Yeah. Like, I'll go to the store. I'll come home with a chocolate. It's not so much the fact of I'm getting them chocolates it, as a, as a treat. It's, I cared enough to think about them while I was out and got them their favorite chocolate. You know, they, my kids are always known that they're, they're going to be loved. There's net, that's never a question. And they're super grateful. My three-year-old, anytime she gets something put in front of her, she says, thank you without, without even being prompted. And I was like, wow, I'm doing something right. But like my kids are always super thankful. They're, they're very polite to, to other adults, which, you know, it makes me feel like I'm doing a little bit of the right thing. And they're not bad kids, you know, which is, no. you know, whew, make me think I'm doing something right. But I mean, it's I think scary. at the end of the day, the personality has a lot to do with it. Like you can do all the right things and your kid could still turn out to be a jerk. Maybe. But I think that there's a lot of things that you probably could have done different. Like if that's the case. And like, we, like you said, when there is somebody who's just like a kid, who's just not great for like, why didn't you get me that? At that point, like in my mind, it's up to that parent to be like, right. Time out. Like, let's talk about why you feel that way. Right. And then work through that because something's off there. Right. But in the moment, in the moment, say that was, say that was your situation. Like in the moment, like that, that was you say you got your kid something and they said, why didn't you give me this? 
would you in that moment like be able to consciously stop yourself and be like oh okay well let's dial this back be like wow instead of being like wow that's ungrateful i'm going to take this back you can go to your room oh yeah absolutely i actually right? oh yeah because so the other day like she had a bunch of valentine's day candy that she got from her school and she was like i want this candy and i'm she's like it's mine and i'm like okay well like you it's a couple of things that you need to do first like i know it's yours but you can't just sit and eat all the candy right you have things that you're responsible for. And she's four years old. She understands that. Yeah. She's like, I'm not doing it. Like, give me my candy. It's mine. And I'm like, no, like you can do it. And I'm like, you have five minutes to do it or I'm going to throw your candy out. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. here's, here's the things you need to do. You have five minutes to do it and your candy's trash. She sits there. She stares at the clock the whole time. Five minutes. Five minutes goes by. Can opens up. Boom. It's in the garbage. Ah! She cried. Uh -huh. Okay. She came downstairs. Why did you throw my candy away? I sat down. And I explained her the whole thing. Guess yeah. what? She's been the nicest kid ever the last two days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she, because she knows if she is, she's behaved, she's getting candy. See, like my, like Remy and Becca, with them, they know, like, they have a daily chore of emptying the clean dishes out of the dishwasher. That's like, you know, the, there's only two things that last for, that are, you know, certain in life it's, you know, death and dishes. And like, they always, yeah, they, they don't pay taxes yet. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I, I got them to avoid paying their tax, <laughs> but, <laughs> and, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they know that they, they have their daily chores and like, it's starting to become less of a hassle. So right. it's slowly starting to fold in. It's really cool to watch, that's awesome. but dude, I think that's going to wrap up, you know, yeah. our day to get, you know, our, our coming on in, but dude, thanks so much for stopping, yeah. st taking time out of your day to, to catch up and, Tell a little bit of war stories with the kids and a little bit about what we do. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow The Dodd Pod on social media. www.facebook.com slash The Dodd Pod and on Instagram at The Dodd Pod.